Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdgasm Podcast, the podcast where we talk about things that are nerdy and things that are naughty. I am the drummer, known as Merlin Sensei. With me is our bassist, Switch Riggs. Of course, we have our lead guitar, 12-sided guy, and on vocals, the Moopacabra. That makes us the band known as Nerdgasm Inc. Yay! I do actually have a bass, and that's the only instrument I know anymore. There you go. I figure it kind of fit everybody's personality to a certain extent. They say that the drummer is the backbone of the band who always tries to keep and beat and keep the others together. So I figured, so, yeah, I'll take that role. So are you like the mon- monochondria? Powerhouse of the cell? Powerhouse of the, the cell, cell, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I do need a lot of attention, so I will I will accept this. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not uh, going to deny lead guitarist, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I mean, lead guitarist is sometimes like the face of the band, and I think you're one of the most social out of all of us, or at least outwardly social without, you know, cringing and wanting to die inside while going out into public. Fake until you make it, people. baby. At least when they give me consent, I love people. <laughs> That's fair. Safe, sane, and consensual. So, can we can we talk about? I I'm so excited about this. Um, I have to share this right away. Um, so the other day when like everything went haywire and like Facebook was down and like everything was down, um, Zelda Williams, so Robin yes. Williams' daughter, oh. tweeted, "If Twitter takes two, I say we all meet in the Pornhub comment section. They'll never let that pillar <laughs> fall." And somebody commented back, Robin Williams' daughter going on Pornhub is surreal to me. And this absolute goddess came back with, uh, well, I asked your mom what she thought. And she said, it's surreal. You think a 32-year-old woman raised by a comedian wouldn't watch porn. She also said, I'm your new dad. And I was like, oh my god. Glorious. I'm just so, it made me so happy. Speaking of Pornhub, I wish I would have saved the name, but legitimate. Pornhub storyline happened in real life. A woman married her stepson. I saw that after divorcing the father. Twenty. The stepson is twenty years old. She's like in her low thirties, and she divorced the dad and married the son. I did see that on Facebook. (laughs) Step X. We Canadians just call that California. Some dreams come true, folks. You call that California, huh? I wonder if she got stuck in the uh, dryer first. Oh man, <laughs> or or under the table, or yeah, yeah, you know, a whole bunch of places. <laughs> oh, stepson, I'm stuck. Father. Can you help me? Oh, I'll help you with my pee. All of those storylines are just so bizarre to me. Like you'd think they could put a modicum of effort into those. Like even there why? Is one. No one- Look, there are some out there that have storylines, and there are some out there that are just like, look, look but if, we know what if we're she could at least get stuck in something believable, never in my entire life have I been like, oh, I need to put my entire body in this dryer. Okay, we'll be fair. If I thought it would get me laid, I would stick my whole body in the dryer. <laughs> let's let's be perfectly clear. If I could be like, oh, Mupapi, there's something that seems to be caught in the back of this dryer. He'd be like, oh yeah, what do you need? I'll go, what is it? Is it like a five-eighths, three-quarters? What kind of wrench do you need? I'll go it's get it. Ten it's millimeter. Like, oh, I don't need a wrench. I, I need a pipe of some kind. <laughs> Moo, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you need that for... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just, just just, get over here. And Here's that's why he's Frankenstein, because he has the abnormal I brain. I told him about that, because oh, yeah? I went to work after we had that conversation, and we're doing our Halloween cookies now, and so it's just Frankenstein cookies all fucking day long, and that's all I can think about now. <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein cookies. I would have figured you'd be thinking of Frankenstein nookies. Oh, <laughs> okay, that was pretty good. I'll give you that. One. <laughs> I heard uh, you gentlemen say that you actually had some nerdy topics to talk about this week. So I will shut up and let you guys take it away, and then bring stuff up later if I get the chance. If that works for you guys, you will, you will always have the chance, Moo. No worries. It's true. Um, 
But my one little tidbit that happened today in the timey wimey time, uh, this oh, yes. is being currently recorded on a Wednesday before this comes out. But William Shatner got Technically to go Thursday. to Thursday. <laughs> William Shatner got to go to space today. He did. Space. Yes. The he's, oldest he's person in... ever to go to space. It's like the 90. final frontier. He's ninety. How did I not know that William Shatner yeah. is ninety years old? He's ninety. He still looks okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's getting he's old. He's really old. He's old. Yeah, he did three seasons on a fictional uh, you know, starship and now he actually got to go up into real space. Was it only not three seasons? An not astronaut, mention, but still got to go to space. Not to mention the fact that uh not only did he do uh three seasons of the original series, but he also voiced for the animated series. I did not know that. First Contact. Or not First and Contact. was in First uh, Contact. Oh, yeah, was, yeah. He did. Oh, not First Contact. You're right. Uh, b- 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 Generations. Generations. He was in a ton of other stuff, too. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever Twilight seen. Twilight Zone. Um, Fanboys, the movie mm-hmm. with the Star Wars. Yes. I, his whole character cracked my shit up in that movie. I, I mean, they were in enemy territory. <laughs> it was the so birthplace good. of one James. James. Tiberius. <laughs> but yeah, he got to go up. Uh, he got to go to up for free, by the way. Bezos paid for him. And uh, he had two other guests. That's the I don't know. Thing. Can Bezos afford it? <gasps> I don't know. With the amount of shit I've bought on Amazon in the last two weeks, I feel like maybe Bezos can afford it. It's been really out of control. Guys, Misha <laughs> Collins wrote a book. Did I talk about this yet? Misha Collins... <laughs> Wrote a book of poetry, and it's been on pre-order, and I was like, have willpower, you can do this, you don't need to order it yet, you'll be okay, and today, like, it actually released, and I was like, fuck it, I can't do it, I'm ordering it, so I'm really excited, <laughs> hopefully it'll be here in a few days, I'm very excited. And it's all poetry by Misha? Yeah, it's called, um, Some Things I Still Can't Tell You, I believe is the name of it, but it's all, like, his own works. His also, I don't know if I, I, I feel like I have to have talked about this, his wife literally wrote the book on threesomes. Like and polyamorous relationships. Like I, I'm so. I, ah! By the way, on Wednesday we'll have the third episode coming out, so we'll talk more about threesomes. Yeah, we will. Mm-hmm. It's almost like that was planned <gasps> or something. Not really. It really wasn't at all. That's just serendipitous. But hey, check 12, out. Well, I believe you had a couple of good things to to bring to light in the nerdy. Uh, spectrum, so to speak. Oh, oh, I do, but I think we should tackle the big subject of what if to make time for <gasps> that. Yes, please. Fair. Oh, God. Yes. Merlin, did you watch it? Please tell me you watched yes, it. Yes, I did. Oh, God, I'm so proud of you. <clears throat> okay. Right. I, I mean, where do we want to start? I'll start so, part you know? one and then part two. I have so um, many feelings. I said okay. we start with Moose. She's about ready to burst. Say it. You, you got feelings. I said this before. I, I can't... Hawk, okay, I read an article, right, where somebody talked about how if you take the events of the first, or excuse me, the, of the latest what if into account, um, it basically renders Hawkeye's skill set um, moot, I guess. They're saying that, well, if Natasha could always shoot as well as Clint Barton, why did we ever need Clint Barton? First of all, fuck you. Second of all, this is an alternate universe where we're presupposing that she had to be as good at archery as Clint Barton is. Like, third of all, we don't necessarily know that that's the, the standard in the normal universe. And I swear to God, if somebody oh, exactly. takes Hawkeye away from me, I'm punching everybody. Well, um, think about it this way. Hold on. No, no. go ahead, Switch. Yeah. And fourth of all, we need more DPS in the party at all times. Right. Always right. more DPS. <laughs> so, think about it this way, because, I mean, we went from, uh, you know, the equivalent of, you know, the second movie... Age of Ultron, and Ultron wins, mm-hmm. to X time in the future, you know what I mean? And obviously time has passed because Hawkeye has a robotic arm. Right. You know, and stuff like that. And it's just like, how much time has passed? You you don't think they swapped skills? Like, hey, we need to survive. There's you need to learn how to do this, this if planet. I'm gone. Yeah. yeah. Also, hey, friends, if you don't want to know spoilers for What If, now would be the time to skip ahead. (laughs) But what I thought was really interesting, because I think we can all probably agree that of the Avengers movies, Age of Ultron was clearly the weakest link. And 
it was really interesting to see them come back through. I'm not, I'm not saying of the MCU universe. I'm saying of Avengers, Age of Ultron, fucking, what was it, Civil War? Or was, no, Civil War was Captain America. Whatever that one was, and then Endgame, Infinity War, blah, 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 blah. Age of Ultron kind of fell a little flat as far as things go. But minus, like, introducing uh, Wanda. Um, mm-hmm. It was really neat to see them go back in. And, like, I was looking at my husband going, oh, my God, like, they could have done so much more with Ultron. They could have done, like, he could have really been formidable, and this could have been a huge threat instead of, like, a, eh, we'll write this movie off. Like, honestly, that's probably one of the Marvel movies I could tell you the least about is Age that's of Ultron. The- biggest issue with adapting a comic book into a movie because you take an arc that lasts so many issues you know what i mean and by issues i mean comic book issues you know because some arcs can be five you know issues long ten long you know who knows it's an entire arc and sometimes it's like this happened and then here's the this happened that was immediately after and then you know it's technically two arcs but it's the same storyline you know what i mean and you have to condense it down to three hours right so then what do you what do you cut and what do you keep and i i get that it's kind of like how i feel about when they adapt a movie or excuse me a book into a movie right like something's got to give but at the same time like they've really kind of clearly showed like Ultron really could have been much more of a force than he was. Oh, yeah. There there is another explanation for that shot that we're glossing over, though, is we don't see her exposed arms. (gasps) Oh. She could have taken his... But he fell, so we're assuming she didn't have time to take his arm, right? We don't know how much time passed yeah, between I... when she was ta- when she was recruited. Okay. Mm. I don't know. I, I I don't know either. But yes, you know that's you well, know so, stuff well, to so talk here's, about. Here's, there's a little bit of a theory behind that. Is that arm Winter Soldier esque arm right? The it's definitely not by yeah. Brandon. Yeah. Though. Long well, story not. short is is there's theory it's going around. I don't don't know who came up with it, but um, you, you have to remember they were also the last two on the planet. So there's there's a thought that he's going to pull some sort of a basically an Iron Man with the hollow projection after death thing with his freaking arm and his kids with Natasha. I don't know. I I'm not. I wouldn't be for that. But yes, he would be vibranium because the Ultrons were made out of vibranium. Were they though? I don't think they were. They were, but also, well, hmm. well, there's comic book uh, backing for this because there are there are a couple of variations where Natasha and Clint have kids, mm-hmm. and they typically tie into multiverse timelines. But to continue I... on from from that idea, sorry, but I love that um, Zoloff, the computer program, was a big piece of all of this. If I'm saying the right person, Zola, Zola, Zola not Zoloff. Not Zoloff. Zoloff is a tr- depression. Well, there's a character. Zola. Arnim Zola. Sorry. Yeah, I love I... that he was more part of it. I thought that was interesting. I also really loved. I think they did a very good job, even though I know that what if is not necessarily meant to be canon per se. Um, of tying in that idea that they talked about in Loki, where, the, yeah, who the fuck cares about the Infinity Stones? There's a million of them from a million different universes. We're using them as paperweights. And so they had that idea where they talked about how uh, Gamora didn't think about the fact that she had to destroy the stones on this planet, not, or this universe. Right. Vision, uh, visions are, not vision, I'm sorry. Bleh. Uh, what if is actually canon? Because it is all oh. the multiverse. Oh, was it's, it Star Wars that we talked about? Wasn't canon? I'm sorry. Yes. I apologize. I'm I'm mixing. Uh, yeah. What if is theoretically canon? Yeah. I did because not realize that. That's that's yeah. what they're setting up because then we can have multiple it's because, of different things, you know, and we yeah. can rehash the, the a Marvel multiverse is a thing that exists. So then, would that to me then, because knowing that we set up this idea of this multiverse Doctor Strange, and we're getting ready to see Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. Oh my god! There you go. 
There she goes. You got it. <laughs> Not to mention that even... they, they teased Mephisto some more with this new Doctor Strange, and it would be the way to get around China's thing against like devil imagery and whatnot, if you made him Doctor Strange. Dark Priest Doctor Oh my god, I'm so excited for this now, guys. <laughs> we still Going got... back slightly, though. Yeah, go. Let's talk about Gamora. Is anybody else kind of pissed off and a little bit let down that it was just like Gamora who, you know, survived on Sakaar and, you know, ba 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 da ba da. You've been chosen. It's like, oh, did I miss an episode? Oh no, they just kind of threw her in last minute. I what the fuck's felt going like on that here? Too. Yeah. I, it seemed so, like. I have an answer for that. Oh, go ahead. Well, so there, there was an episode they planned that they didn't finish, so it's there. But uh, I mean, while while that is the case, and yeah, it's unfortunate. I I have to give them at least a little bit of a like an okay, because now they have something to tie us into season two with, and they've confirmed mm-hmm. season two, which I yeah. I only imagine will tie into Loki and the multiverse of madness even more. So exactly, I... and and Spider Man and a whole bunch. I need to catch up on Spider Man because I haven't watched any of this new Spider Man whatsoever. Oh, I'll bring him with me. Movie day. Um, (laughs) I really appreciated that they did a great job of putting forth powerful women with What If. I mean, it was Captain Carter and uh, Black Widow, who was, uh, again, like we're giving her more Mm -hmm. importance. And we saw Shuri in there and we saw, uh, fuck my ass, Pepper was in there, Gamora. And it really felt like they were making more of an effort. Uh, 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 bitch, Brie Larson, uh, Captain Marvel. Um, now, that being said, though, I am so happy that Ultron just decimated her. It's true. When she tried to get big in her britches, she was like, you can't win. And he's like, bitch, I already did. <laughs> Clap that ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, good. Not to say that I don't like the character, I just don't like this interpretation of the character. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? why do we have any other superhero around? Because apparently she's all-powerful and can't be stopped. Yeah, you know what like I mean? Like Unfortunately, she, she it's like Superman syndrome, yes. You know what I mean? It's just like, we got Batman and Green Lantern and all this stuff. It's like, why? why Superman can literally do everything. Why? Why do we have these people? Oh, Superman can't be everywhere at once. Wrong. Well, that was one. That was literally like all of Justice League was like, we can't do anything until we wake Superman back up. Let's wake up Superman and then shit hits the fan because we woke up Superman. Like, uh, yeah, it's fucking stupid. I'm so much more excited for the second. First of all, I didn't realize we were getting a second season. What if they kind of teased that with that little end shot where she finds the Hydra Stomper with Steve on the inside. Also, okay. I'm kind of living for more small boy Steve. I kind of love him so much. He's so Skinny teeny Steve. tiny. Small boy Steve. I and also I, I'll watch anything with fucking. Can we get more? Uh, can we get more Bucky Barnes in the shower, please? <laughs> like I just that need like a few more frames of that. Thank you. Okay, thanks. I need to make a gift just for you. Just that few moments. Oh, <laughs> That's all I need, man. Just on <laughs> red free in my head all the time. <laughs> He's a beautiful so, man. So, all in all, though, you know, what if season one, not bad. Not at all. I liked the ending of it, you know what I mean? How, you know, everything went down the way it did, and then Dark Priest Doctor Strange was like, you saw the whole thing, and you knew it was going to happen. Watcher was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite scene on the that, on that, uh, battles and stuff is when <laughs> Zombie Wanda... Starts fighting. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah! He's like, my husband. Doctor Strange just brings my, in my all the zombies and, and stuff that. like that. He's like, zombies. Thor's right? just like zombies. I love it. He's like, no, it's what came with the zombies. <laughs> and my <laughs> husband and I are like, what? And then that comes up, and we literally did the thing where we both looked at the screen, double take to each other, went, oh! and then back to the screen. <laughs> Short lived, but it was it was still a great scene. Yeah. I also have to say to you the other thing that I really appreciated, and I think maybe this is just my weird melancholy brain. There's a scene somewhere in there, and I I know I'm not going to get exactly what he said correctly, but Doctor Strange says out loud, "We were never meant to win," and mm-hmm. I 
I love that trope in books and movies and where where it sucks, right? Where sometimes it's not like everybody doesn't win and that's just what it was. And guess what? Doctor Strange still has to watch this fucking ball of frozen time for the rest of forever and he's doomed to do that because he fucked himself over. But like Well that's that's also very core Doctor Strange if you think about it. Like back when it was like, you know, I've seen one million different possibilities mm-hmm. of the future. And Tony's like, how many do we win? It's like, one. <laughs> you get one. We get, we get one. It's gonna cost us, though. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, speaking of that, I saw this beautiful thing the other day where he said, where he talks about, um, it was like, a, it was a what if, but it was the, the snap when he said, I'm inevitable. And he said, and I'm Iron Man. And they said, what if at that one moment, just his friends would have stepped up and helped bear the load, and then maybe we didn't have to kill Tony Stark? Wouldn't that be nice? Like, I, he cost just let too me, much. I know he cost There was too no much. time. Yeah. There was no time. I know. I just... Oh, as much you as have that fail. upper hand of literally a snap of a second, it's just like, I gotta use it. I know, but I... Let me have my happy mind. See, as I talk about how I like when not everybody wins, but I'm like, maybe we could just save everybody. Maybe that would be okay. Thank you. Also, if uh, you guys didn't notice, um, Tony Stark's death is a humongous focal point for almost every episode. He ha- yeah. he almost dies in every single episode he's, he's in. He does. This, yeah. It's like got a very fixed he... point in time sort of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, they kind of did something similar in the DC universe, at least with the Justice League cartoons, where the Flash was a focal point. And it's like, if the Flash dies because he was always kind of a wise-ass and, you know, the levity of the group, like, mm-hmm. you know, he was kind of like um, the Boy Scout, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, even, I guess the Boy Scout is more Superman, but he was just, you know, young and you know, so much life to live and always upbeat and stuff like that. And it's like, if he died, then fuck everything else. Right. <laughs> Those uh, horrible rape scenes that happened in the background, you know, levity. What? Between, what was it? Uh, Bird Woman and somebody else. There was, there's the a fuck we? Oh, I'm joking. There's, oh. a scene, there's a part in the comic books where they oh. get a little bit dark. Okay, comics Not makes movies. more sense. I'm like, what did I miss? Where was this at? Sweet Jesus. Yeah, there's a few things that happen in the DC that's a little, little much. But All what right. else do we got before we go to Visions? I have something well, before, else that I want to talk about um, that before I'm pretty we leave excited about. If, before we leave, what huh? if, though? All I can say is I am so sad we didn't get the, the, the Black Widow, Captain Carter, Power Couple... Just like in the bar at the end, run, running the freaking pub as like the base. You know, for... I thought that that's what they were pushing for at the very beginning when it was Captain Carter and Black Widow on the ship or um mm-hmm. on the um plane Heli- or whatever helicarrier. Yeah, the helicarrier. Mm-hmm. And it was like, hey, what about Bernard from accounting? She's like, uh, no. <laughs> And it's just like, oh, I see what they're doing. They're going to make them a power couple. And it was like, oh, no, she's still got a thing for Steve. That's cool. Was I the only one that didn't see that happening? Because I was, I guess in my head, it's Peggy and Steve. Hmm. But also, I really ship Steve and Bucky. So I guess I could see where they could put Peggy with with Black Widow. And just running the bar at the end of time or whatever that space was. Like, just their little extra dimensional or dimensional headquarters for the, the... multiversal Avengers. I did like that one. Like, I mean, she didn't want to leave, but he was like, the door is really just kind of a metaphor. Like, <laughs> right. get the fuck and out. here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Like, I can understand the Watcher breaking his oath to save the entirety of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Putting Black Widow in a world that lost its widow? That's meddling! Look, uh, not everybody gets a happy ending. Right, but do what, you're going to leave her alone? Like, absolutely alone to die? I don't know. I also had it's, a really it's hard time, too, with the horrible, fact that... but I, I feel like something else could have slash should have been done, kind of similar to how Dark Priest uh, Doctor Strange 
you know, is is getting his um uh, uh second chance, so to speak. It's like, look, you know you effed up. You gotta watch the ball. <laughs> but she didn't F up. Anyway, we're gonna leave this. Thank you so much, ladies, friends, gentlemen, however you identify listeners. Fantastic. Moving on, because we'll talk about this forever. Uh, we will. I wanted to t- bring something up. Lego ends marketing of different toys at girls and boys. They're not changing the stuff that they're doing, but they're changing the way that they market it. And I think this is important because they're, right now there's Lego Friends, which is all in like mm-hmm. super purple, very girl, girl oriented, quote unquote. Um, I don't want to talk about this. I think it's excellent in and of itself. I want to talk about the fact that, of course, people are upset about it. I, I, no, I, yeah, I, I am personally also very okay with Lego doing this. And I, and there are a lot of other, uh, licensed products that should consider doing the same. Right. Um, there, there was always an issue, uh, in the past at least, and it's getting better here, you know, nowadays ish to an extent of, you know, girl video games used to be like, Barbie adventure horse or something, 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 something. Yeah, yeah. But a now you get badass stuff like Tomb Raider and fucking, uh, I don't know, other stuff that I can't think of off Metroid. the top of my head. Metroid! There you go. You know, and stuff like that, which is cool. Now, the only thing, and I don't want to say that concerns me, but kind of makes me stop and go, hmm, is a... Are, are, the, mm, I don't think that it should be a boy's section of toys, a girl's section of toys, and a non-section of toys. Right. I think it should all just be toys. Right. You know what I mean? Well, that's what's- And instead of saying girls and this and that, it, dolls. Yes. Transformers. Or- Legos. There's a great, like, when you look online to go shopping, there's... I got distracted by the cat! Fuck! God damn it! Um, market it as, um, pretend play. And STEM. And, you know what I mean? Like, there are ways to market it that don't... Look, these are children's toys. They don't require genitalia to operate. And if they do, they're not children's toys. So, like... They say statistically, that's what they said. Three out of four boys believe that some toys are only for girls and some toys are only for boys. It's a little less for girls. Girls, it's only about sixty-two percent that hold the same view. But I think that's because of a shift in the way we view things, right? Like more and more parents are fighting so so hard to get their kids to understand. No, you're not limited by one type of thing. My girls are five and seven. They fucking we bought BattleBots for their birthday, and so they fun. like dinosaur eggs and they like you know what i mean like we we work really hard on there's no such thing as boy or girl clothes there's no such thing as boy or girl toys don't let anybody tell you differently but at the same time you know we we still get people in the grocery store that come and go oh what beautiful little boys you have and i'm like they're girls they're wearing pink i i understand that they and my my daughter's like mom i don't get it i said well sweetie hair confuses people like i i don't know what else to say to you honey you have short hair and so they don't know what to do but, like, a little boy came to the bakery yesterday um, wearing a na- – he had on a NASA shirt and blue pants, but pink shoes. And that's just what it was. And I was like, I really like your shoes. He was like, thanks. I really like the color. He was, like, maybe five or six. So I'm like, thank God for parenting where we just teach our kids that, like, oh, yeah, you want to play with Legos? Great. You want to play with dolls? Great. You want to play with kitchen stuff? Fantastic. You want to go outside and pretend you're a pony? Wonderful. Like, there's no reason to be gendering toys at this point. I- mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, best friend's uh, kid. He he likes to play, you know, you know, games and stuff like that. But he likes the color pink. He his phone's uh, case is pink. A few other things are just pink. He's like, I'm like, he's twelve. And he's like, it's just the color I like. <laughs> but he he's he's that twelve year old's like, I don't get, I don't care, whatever. I like pink. <laughs> it's what I want. I mean, purple's my favorite color, but I like pink. I use that I use that illustration every single time when my daughter's like, Well, I don't know and I'm like, Boys can like whatever colors and Merlin's favorite color is purple and she's like, My favorite color is purple. I'm like, see, that's exactly what I mean. If I have to combo it's black red, but purple is very good. I like purple. 
I am All right. pink, but you're very blue. Just saying. We rarely see twelve without a blue shirt on. Everybody, by the way, this one is gray. Like I it. believe actually, there's this blue gray, and gray yes. in there. It's a very blue gray. <laughs> what is it? Fog hat gray or something like that? Isn't that the one that has a tinge of blue to it or something? No, no, it's gray. It's just my lighting. All right, then real quick, let's talk about visions. Yes. So this is the one I think we would like the most. It's the most traditional when it comes to uh, anime uh, in this current moment. And I see that because a lot of transition of how how they draw anime right now is starting to get rid rid of that hard black line to differentiate things like uh, in their hair now they use like a blue or a orange or a red to accentuate the uh uh the differences in their with their clothing and their and their selves so they're not just this outline of black essentially um very soft but this this episode is about uh what is it? Kitties? Right? No, not. No. We're not there yet. You're not on episode eight yet. Oh my god, is there a kitty episode? There's a bunny episode. Oh, it's pretty fuck close. me. I'm so excited. Uh, I gotta watch these. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, this one deals with uh, one Jedi that seems to be of his left the order, and she's on a planet uh, observing and talking to someone she's known for a long time. Uh, and she gets to witness a marriage of uh, the people on this this world. And they have kind of a very deep connection to the uh, land, which allows them to see the past of uh, the the land and the happiness. And then we kind of see the dark end. But again, same as like the first episode, their town is being attacked by uh, basically pirates trying to extort them for certain reasons. This time it's to have basically a slave. Um... And of course, we get the the uh, the Jedi that that's kind of like, why would I want to help them? I don't. There's no need. Uh, and eventually, we have that turnaround moment where she's like, okay, no, that's just wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna do something about it, even though I'm trying to hide from from the Empire at this time. So I think it's a very good episode. Very uh, traditional. There's, <clears throat> there's a lot of unanswered questions or. Questions with answers that are very interpretable. Uh, A couple of things, uh, just to kind of expound on what uh, Switch uh, described for the episode, is uh, there was a Separatist army that was on this planet beforehand. Uh, The Separatist army was back in the days uh, before and during the Clone War, and they were basically the Empire before the Empire became the Empire to an extent. Um, a lot of people will argue that the uh, Grand Republic was the Empire before the Empire was the Empire, and they're not wrong, but the Separatists were the um, robot army, the droids. Yeah. You know, the Roger Roger guys. I so, <clears throat> anyway, uh, so the Separatists left, and they left behind basically a droid army, but they were um, decommissioned. Um, a space pirate basically came by, reprogrammed them to work for him, and he did basically take the planet hostage. They were going to take the village elder, but the village elder's granddaughter said, no, take me instead. So, yeah, then we have the marriage ceremony between the uh, granddaughter and her boyfriend, fiance, now husband and stuff like that. Just want to say her dress is amazing. (laughs) <laughs> yes, it's very cool. Yes, continue. So, basically, um, the the beginning of the episode it does show this character talking to another character, um, where one of them it almost looked like he had a very very old lightsaber, which I think the really proto. popped in a lot of people's minds because it had the power pack and it was connected and it looked like it was the uh, hilt of a saber, but it turned out just to be a device to take readings and, and stuff like that. So they talked real quick, and uh, the guy that was taking readings was like, "Okay, I got to show you something," and then they witnessed the marriage ceremony. And she was like, well, why'd you bring me here? And uh, the guy was like, well, this place is very important to, you know, a friend that we both share in common. And she was like, my master. And then 
you know, there's a flashback of something that happened uh, involving her. We see, like, a red kind of, like, flash, assumably, probably, a Sith lightsaber in some way, shape, or form. We also hear some yelling, and she's down on the ground, and then she passes out in the, the flashback, basically. So whether or not she left the Order, is hiding out, is doing whatever, we still don't know a lot of stuff. Well, you know, but so, she's on this planet. Right. I'm sorry to interrupt, interrupt again. But um, again, with the marriage people, the thing that I think you'd like the most move about that is that we meet the people that are getting married by the, the husband carrying the uh, the the wife. Uh, on his back with a device so he can carry her and the reason why they're doing that is because their tradition is that the woman is not to have dirty feet when they get to their ceremony that's part of it i believe that's part of it and i believe it's also a adaptation of even uh catholic um uh tradition where you carry the bride over the threshold Mm mm-hmm so I think it, it could also be connected to that to an extent. Fun thing, fun <clears throat> fact, that's not a thing in, other, in every culture, though. Um, mm-hmm. I had a pre- professor in college when I took a French class that we were reading a story, um, and my teacher spoke French, but it was like Haitian French. And mm-hmm. I was trying to explain to her because we were translating the story, and I'm like, the one word I was like, like the threshold? And she went, excuse me? And I said, the, the threshold. She was like, what? What is this? And she couldn't even say the word threshold. The TH was just not a sound that she could make. And I said, it's like the, the, like it's a door, but it's not the door. Kind of like you're outside and then you're inside. It's the threshold, which makes you sound like a crazy person when you're trying to explain it to somebody that has no idea what you're talking about. But, um, so it's not a thing in all cultures. So I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But it was very, really interesting in that sense. Yeah. So, after the wedding, they're having the celebration, and one of the guys who's kind of acting as a waiter, but I mean, like, the whole town's there because it's a celebration, it's the village elder and stuff like that, or the village elder's granddaughter, is serving wine, assumably, some sort of alcohol, and is, you know, telling the story about why things are the way they are and stuff like that, and the Jedi says to her friend, it's like, I know what you're trying to do, and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, I don't care about what you do. <laughs> You know, I'm just here, just drinking and enjoying this because it's part of their tradition. Like, that's why I'm here. So the bride's sister says, this is bullshit. Let's fight these fuckers. And the bride is like, no, like, no more bloodshed. I'm going. That's the end of it. And so the sister and her other friends are like, well, then fuck this. I'm out of here. And they leave for the night. So then the next day, the evil space pirate guy comes down and, you know, the the granddaughter's there and stuff like that. It's like, okay, I'm ready to go. And the guy's like, well, you know, that's cool that you're going to take the place, but I just want to make sure, you know, I might be being a little, you know, over uh, uh, protective about myself. Oh, hey, check this out. My droid army found your sister with a thermal detonator. Time to kill this bitch. AKA grenade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 to which he pulls the trigger you hear the and then the uh, blaster bolt stops in midair because the Jedi decides to kick ass and take names now the biggest reveal in my opinion is the fact that she had a yellow lightsaber it's true I don't know and for those of you that don't know what that means. Uh, a yellow lightsaber usually indicates a Jedi Sentinel. Uh, it's somebody that has honed their skills in balance of combat and scholarly pursuits. So they they try and balance, you know, uh, uh, you know, mastery of battle both in mind and in strength. Mm-hmm. So. That was just kind of a, a cool reveal there. Um, and basically, uh, she stops the bad guys and then leaves the planet in order to go do, you know, Jedi stuff. And then everybody lives happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Yay! Happily ever after! Yep, happy. Alright, let's get to the wiki. 
It is time to move into the Geeky Weeky. Merlin, pick your favorites each day. Let's do this. I know, I will. Geeky Weeky, right after I talk about Pokemon Unite for just a second. So, Pokemon Unite, they're fucking up again. Two reasons why. Number one, they released a Blastoise skin. It is a firefighter Blastoise skin that is wearing cool shades. You know what they didn't do? They didn't give cool shades to the Squirtle. So, number one, they're no fucking up. Missed squad. Exactly. Missed opportunity there. Number two, they're fucking extorting us in order to try and, f- and get one of the missions on the battle pass finished. Basically, one of the missions for this week is play, like, six games as Garchomp. Garchomp is not part of the free rotation right now, nor was there any way, since the game released, to freely get Garchomp. So you have to purchase it with either uh, in-game money or IRL cash. Now, to add insult to injury, today uh, they released another set of, like, just missions to kind of do where you can earn a temporary day license for a Pokemon. Specifically, though, that Pokemon is Mamoswine. Again, you're fucking up Pokemon Unite. All right, Geeky Weeky, starting with Sunday, October 17th. It's National School Teacher Appreciation Day, National Pasta Day, Wear Something Gaudy Day, National Payback a Friend Day, uh, National Clean Your Virtual do- Desktop Day, Eminem's Birthday, and Black Poetry Day. Uh, maybe not Misha Collins, but hey, there are plenty of fantastic black poets out there. I just wish I could think of one off the top of my head. My I don't Angelou. read much poetry. Oh, my Angelou. There you go. Makes W-E-B perfect sense. Dubois. Yeah. Langston uh, Hughes. I could keep going. There's a lot of them. Sure. Theme for English I, I mean, I don't read poem. a lot of poetry, so... I, I know, um... Frost Walden. That's it. Waldo Emerson, rather. Ralph uh, Waldo Emerson, Thoreau. yes. All white know. men. But good job. <laughs> like I said, I don't read poetry. Monday, October 18th. The 18th. <laughs> the 11th, 18th. Uh, Monday, October 18th, Healthcare Aid Day, National Chocolate Cupcake Day, <laughs> National No Beard Day. Sorry, Moo, I think I'm going to get rid of it. Please don't. Please don't. Uh, World Menopause Day and National Health Education Week starts. Uh, Tuesday, October 19th, National Seafood Bisque Day, World Pediatric Bone and Joint Day, Pro-Life Day of Silent Solidarity, very important, LGBT Center Awareness Day, again, very important, National Pharmacy Technician Day, and Evaluate Your Life Day, so take a moment to go ahead and think about where your life is going, and if you are in the career you want, if you're doing what you want, if you're, you know, balancing things properly, and if there's anything you need to do to help make your dreams come true. Wednesday, October 20th, National Day on Writing, World Osteoporosis Day. Support your local Chamber of Commerce Day, National Medical Assistance Day, the Day of Unity, National Brandied Fruit Day. Not necessarily fruitcake, but you know what I'm getting at. Uh, International Sloth Day, International Chef's Day, and Information Overload Day. Kind of like right now. Holy shit. Thursday, October 21st is Spirit Day, uh, National Reptile Day, National Reptile Awareness Day, National Pumpkin Cheesecake Day. Yes, please. National Get Smart About Credit Day. Please, please don't spend more money than you have. I was caught in that trap before, and unfortunately, I'm pretty close to getting caught in it again, but I will persevere. Uh, National Check Your Meds Day. Make sure nothing is outdated because outdated meds are bad meds. Some of those chemicals go bad and that ain't good. I know. Uh, it's also Back to the Future Day. Fuck yeah. Because, uh, October 21st is the day that he traveled to the future. Granted, it's not the correct year anymore, but October 21st. Uh, fantastic. Love, uh, Back to the Future. Lost my place. Uh, National Apple Day, Count Your Buttons Day, and International Credit Union Day. Makes sense. Uh, Friday, October 22nd, National Caps Lock Day. Hey, Caps Lock is cruise control for cool, baby. Uh, International (laughs) Stuttering Awareness Day, National Color Day, National Nut Day, and of course I'm talking about pecans, pistachios, peanuts, all that good stuff. And Smart is Cool Day. Not only is Smart cool, but in my opinion, Smart is sexy. Not to get confused with egotistical. You gotta be very careful with that stuff. And finally, Saturday, October 23rd, National Mole Day. 
Why? Because uh, 1023. Mole. You know, like... Uh... Like the number. Oh, no, wait, no, that's the other mole. Sorry, no. Uh, this mole, I'm actually talking about... Uh... No, it is the basic chemistry algorithm. Yep, there you go. I was right. Haha, they showed a picture of a furry mole, and I got confused for a second. Uh, do this next one at your own, uh, at your own, um, risk. Slap your annoying co-worker day. Uh, Moo, uh, if you were to ever think about, uh, getting out of your job, uh, think about that. Uh, it's also National Pitbull Awareness Day, TV Talk Show Host Day, National iPod Day, the Hungarian Republic Day, National Croc Day, and of course I'm talking about those things you wear on your feet, National Paralegal Day, Make a Difference Day, and of course National Boston Cream Pie Day. Thank you very much. Very nice, Merlin. That was very yeah. succinct. I'm so proud of you. So, I would like to start... Uh-huh. To this part of this uh, podcast off, and I'm so glad that you brought the cat back into this because it just segues right in. Um, oh, are we going to talk about the paws? No, we're going to talk about furries, oh. actually, for a minute here. Well, so, yeah, the I paws mean... will kind of come up. So I was at work the other day, right? And I, uh, you know, we were out in the front and we go into the back to get cakes decorated, right? So if somebody comes in, they need something written, I take your cake back to the decorators. And I hear somebody say something about, no, like the convention downtown. No, yeah, they're all perverts. And I was like, what? And then I hear them. I'm like, are you talking about furries? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, no, 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 no. I said, first of all, not all furry, it's not always a sexual thing. Like, yes, there's a sexual component, but like I said, there's a whole thing that goes behind it, right? And they're like, she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you create like a whole, it's a, it's called a fursona. You create a whole persona behind this, like behind this. And then people, I said, a lot of them are, children too there are children that do this it's not all you can roll your eyes but there are some children i didn't that do roll this. them i was doing the yes. I'm thinking roll uh and so i said well yes there is definitely a sexual aspect to it and there are people that that do this sexually it is not only for sexual gratification and they were like how do you know all this and i'm like because i'm not ignorant like because i don't just assume that every time somebody sees a hole they're trying to fuck it i guess i that being said merlin brought up a point something that i asked him about earlier um i'm ranting against bad dragon again uh, bad dragon makes me angry on a daily basis because there's never anything good in the inventory their stuff is ridiculously priced there's never custom orders open i, I can't get an answer from anybody in customer service i'm over it but I know that we're still knee-deep in a pandemic, but... Eh, right. Come on. So, I don't know how this can be anything but furry, but if you click on their current inventory tab, everything that they have, there's one Duke's Paw. Duke's Paw, Duke is a dragon. I get that to a degree because it's fantasy-based. Everything else is, there's a, it's a dog, I assume. It may be a werewolf. David. This is a dog paw. Now, when, when I look at this, that's, it's a dog foot. It's made out of silicone. That looks like, and I hate to say it, but that looks like I went downstairs and I picked up my dog's actual physical foot and went, yeah, this, but make it so I can put it in my vagina. Mm -hmm. Right. Which I, I totally, you know, as someone, I believe I've stated before that at least in college and even now I am, quote, furious, not to be confused with furious. Um, you know, I'm, you know, I, I like cowgirls and I do mean, you know, cow girls, not necessarily, you know, riding on a ranch, you know, and stuff like that. I'm a fan of cat girls. Um, I've actually grown. I used to, my main used to be, uh, cat girls. Now I'm all about kitsunes. Um, hell, I, slime girls are awesome and stuff like that. And yes, technically they fall under <laughs> furry. But I feel like you had a thing for kitsune for a while because i remember you asking for <coughs> foxtail like i remember that being a conversation that happened yeah and that was 11 years ago at this point yeah. so something about this actually uh real quick uh paul star is starting to make uh kid-sized uh tails and hoodies and everything else paul star is a shop not not sponsored by the way uh that does a whole bunch of light furry stuff that you can buy. Um, but they're starting to do that. I was like, 
yeah, I, I think that's that's good because a lot of kids like uh, one of the the mini or the the bunnies or the the rat, little rabbits, the little rabbits. Want, want to uh, have like a you know a tail and ears and stuff. Yeah. And now that we can actually have them, that's awesome. Yeah, I can remember um, at my previous job as an arcade attendant, we were going to have a local anime convention there. And I remember telling them, it's like, hey, like last month or something, we had in these furry tails for whatever reason. If you get those in, like, we will fly through those damn things at Redemption. And of course, nobody fucking listens to me, but... We well, would yeah, have. That was like when I, I'm not even going to go into that. I'm not going to go into customer service to me complaining about that because I could complain about my job all fucking day right. right now. But yeah, anyway, it's it's just a silicone long dog paw. And I, I you know, Moo described it to me and I was like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Now, if it was like silicone claws or whatever at the end of like a furry plush, you know, uh, paw like a glove uh, with with like uh you know leather like toe beans and the pad and stuff like that like yeah i could definitely you know see that being a thing and you know maybe you put one of those little vibrating uh pads in there and use it as like a massage glove or something million dollar idea uh hashtag patent pending uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah as a uh you know just a silicone dildo effectively personally it doesn't make sense to me i i guess and again listeners if you have any insight into this if you uh if you're a furry if you know somebody maybe you're not a furry maybe you just something that i'm saying jives with how you feel and you you know you're like oh yeah i can definitely understand why i'd want to stick a dog paw inside me Message us. I'd love to know. I have je- like again for science. Like I, I'm not comfortable sticking this one in me for science. I've I have done this in the past for science. We we accomplished. Where does the tail go? I don't want to know where the paw goes. I still say we need to do a little bit more research on where the tail goes. Considering we used a metal plug, we need to consider a silicone plug, hard plastic plug, glass plug. I love that you're just like, how many things can we stick in Moose butt? That's essentially hey, what this wrong, decade. That's going to be one of our uh, nerdgasm uh, mints. Does it fit in Moo's I do anus? imagine slapping the paws together, though. It makes a very satisfying sound. Well, mm-hmm. so that's the thing, right? If nerdgasm you, mints. If you click on the actual, like, the, the actual uh, description of the thing, that's what it says. If you're into foot play, new to it, or curious about the appeal, David's Paw can provide an entertaining take and experience towards that realm of pleasure. Blah, 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 tra la 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 And then it says, we suggest getting a pair and putting your paws together with a bit of Bad Dragon Cum Lube for an exciting solo experience. Interesting. And I, I get that they're trying to do a play on words with putting your paws together, but this thing is substantially large, and I feel like two of them is a bad idea. Like, two of them I is know. causing structural damage. <laughs> I mean, people are into getting foot jobs or whatever, so it's the same, only probably slightly more articulate considering you're holding them. And, and I get that too, but I guess, I first of all, okay, look. I dance, right? I'm not in the best shape, but I do, like, my body will move in ways that it probably shouldn't at 32. I'm fairly flexible. But the thought of, like, having to sit there with my feet like this for any amount of time is ridiculous. That's insane to me. I don't know why. Maybe just because I also, like, I don't like That's because you're thinking of it slightly off, I think. You're thinking of, like, you know, Guy sits on the bed, you sit in a chair or whatever, and you just do the thing. No, 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 no. Foot play is very female dominant, where the guy, like, lays on the floor as the woman kind of, like, uses one foot. Oh, I guess I saw this as, like, me sort of sitting, if the man was laying on the bed, I would be sitting round about the neighborhood of his knees somewhere between his pelvis and knees yeah that's not how foot play goes so yeah to, are, to are you like... the expert on foot play all of a sudden merlin no but i've seen videos 
There's two different types of fuckplay, by the way. There's one you're describing, Moo, where it's just sexual. Most of the time, the... Stomp on my balls? (laughs) Stomp on my balls level is what Merlin's kind of talking about, where he's on the floor and you're standing above him. And you are either meanly playing with with his... And I'm big! I get to be big and mean and aggressive. Yeah. Ah, I would be so bad at that. The boss... the. The boss's dad caught me today as I was like reaching up like this to try to put lady locks on top of the fridge. And he's like, can you reach? Do you got it? And I went, I'm big. And I shoved it up there. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, there's, there's two different versions. And normally the one you're describing, you don't do it all yourself. The guy assists, gives you a break, switch it up a little bit. You know, it's not meant to be to, to, to finish. It's supposed to be part of the foreplay. Most of the time. Twelve, do you have a, have a thing on this? Because see, you're unmuted. No, yeah, well, the, uh, there's also the left and right debate among that community. Much like left-handed scissors and right-handed scissors. That, that occurs and put me out. Oh, yeah. There's whole forums on that. Wait, left-handed scissors versus right-handed scissors with foot plate. What do you mean? Left foot, right foot. Whichever one's better. Is there yeah. a preference on feet? There's whole forums on that section on where people yes. discuss like. How do you do it with just one foot? D so dick foot like this. Yeah, like, it's it's a more rubbing, of a more of a rub. Uh, again, feel, again, the a, guy's usually laying down, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's more of a rub up and maybe down. okay. And also you just too- kind of rub your foot on the bottom of the shaft. Do we need to do an example on the 23rd? Because we can. I get this. it. Look, okay, again, I dance, right? My feet are not made for, like, I would not put my foot on somebody's dick. Like, I have calluses on my feet, and I need them there because you try to turn when you don't have calluses on your foot. It's difficult. So, like, first of all, I probably haven't had a pedicure since I got married. But second of all, when I do do that, I'm like, hey, maybe don't remove all of that because I'd like to not die when I go to dance next time. So well, that's also me personally, thing, I'm not though, putting because, my foot on somebody's dick. Well, sometimes it's not even the bare foot. Yeah, sometimes shoes depends on, on which, the person. Which stockings, I get. So, by the way, sheer silk stockings or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So a lot of different ways to do foot play. I don't know how I wasn't more informed about how foot play worked. I I feel a little bit blindsided by all this, to be honest. <laughs> This is a lot to process in the world of feet. Yeah, foot play and then threesomes <laughs> on the Wednesday, everybody. <laughs> All there we go. Threesomes on Wednesday. Did I tell the story on the podcast about getting called a good girl by a grown-ass man in the middle of the store? Did that happen? Episode yes. 4. Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you did. I, I was talking to one of the bakers, and the baker decided maybe we should just call me that all the time. Wouldn't it be funny if we just called me good girl all the time? No. And so we have this thing on the registers where, like, you have to, it's like, first it asks you if you need a receipt. Then it asks you if you want to give us your email. Then it goes, how did we do? And there's five stars. And I was talking with my boss about how she's like, sometimes I just reach around and give myself five stars. And I was like, don't say anything. Don't. Don't make a reach around comment. <laughs> but I did. I went and I said, oh, dang it. You're going to have to beep that one out. Fuck me. Uh-oh. I'm usually better at that swear jar. Um, but I said, uh, I gave myself five stars because I'm worth five stars. And one of the other girls across the room went, Moo, you're worth six stars. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> I'm so cute, and so I like, I was like, "Thank you," and I walked back. But I'm like, I can't handle this, guys. Like my, and I could feel it. I could feel how red my entire face got. And then today, somebody made a comment about. I don't remember if it was something about I'm gonna smack somebody or to da 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 da, and boss goes, "I thought she had to pay for that sort of thing," and I was like, she is very suddenly like she she's very intrigued like she's almost like she's in her 50s and so i was telling her a little bit about how i said actually i said i'm i was gonna say do you have her listening to the podcast i don't have her listening to the podcast but she has been asking me questions and so that's why i mentioned that i was going to a party on the 23rd that i got invited and my husband said it was okay and she's like so what are you gonna do and i said well i don't know yet i might 
just sit there and watch. I might cry and hide in a corner. Like, we don't know yet. Because she's this, this came up and then she was like, today, she's like, so I thought you were just watching. I said, well, I might. I said, but I am allowed to. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah. I said, my, you know, my husband has a list of things that are and are not appropriate, but I'm, a, I'm allowed to interact with people at this party. And she's like, I can't even. And she's like, and so I, I, re- I thought about it afterwards and I walked up to her and I was like, hey, so just so you know, I have no shame about this. Like, so if you ask a question, I'm going to answer you. But like, if you maybe feel like I'm going too far, please stop me. You know what I mean? Because I'll just talk. So, and she was like, oh no, I wouldn't ask if I didn't, you know, if I didn't want to know. And I'm like, okay, great. That's good. So, but she's like, it's, it's funny to watch her ask like little questions where she's like trying to not push it too far, but clearly she wants to know. So. Yeah. She'd have her listen to the King Quest. Straight up. Only ones. There you go. <laughs> and that's what I explained to her. I was like, we actually do a podcast where we, that's all we talk about. And she was like really you talk about i said oh god i can't tell you how much time i spend talking about my vagina online it's really kind of disgusting i said but that was the point of it right is that i talked about it because it, they were things that i was intimidated to ask and it's been so good for me to learn all this stuff about myself and so i thought maybe if i could talk about it other people could talk about it you know we'll pave the way to make things easier for other people and she was like that's kind of cool she goes i've noticed that as i've gotten older i've become more open minded she just cuz i used to just be like ew that's gross that's not okay and she she goes and i she goes it's still like you can tell and she admits she still has that initial like okay hang on this isn't all right but she's trying to be more open-minded and i think when you have and i i don't mean to to put down anybody else but like quote unquote normal people you know what i mean that you're like oh i had no idea these were the types of things that you were into it helps kind of solidify again like with the furry thing we're not all like they're not all perverts like that's not how this works that's you know we're completely normal people we just also happen to have these Interest. Not all furries are perverts. Not all furries are uh, graphic designers. Have you not seen all perverts me, are homosexuals. Not all, you know, not all, not so. all perverts are furries. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I reckon that's probably going to go ahead and wrap us up. Uh, Always wrap it episode. up. Practice and I was about sex. to say, you beat me to it. <laughs> no, I was going to say, be sure to wrap it if you're gonna tap it uh i have been merlin sensei you can go ahead and find me as well as my other friends here on the internet in a couple of different places you can find me uh sometime in the near future hopefully at twitch.tv slash merlin underscore sensei you can also find me on twitter at Merlin Sensei, as I argue with somebody over the definition of what extortion means. <laughs> and you can also go ahead and check out my semi-defunct YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C slash Merlin Sensei. And I've been Switch Riggs. You can find me at switchriggs.live for all of my links at this time, merch and videos and, and live streams. Come check it out. And of course, that is Switch Rigs with the Double G. I've been 12 Sided Guy. You can find me at 12 Online. That's 12 the number. That's right. That is our dude decahedron right there. They have been Merlin Sensei, Switch Rigs, and 12 Sided Guy. I continue to be, as always, the Mupacabra. You can find me on Twitter and TikTok at Mupacabra, M-O-O-P-A-C-A-B-R-A, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Mupacabra. Collectively, you can find the four of us on Twitter at Nerdgasm Inc. That's N-3-R-D-G-A-5-M-I-N-C. We post new episodes every single Sunday. I think you should know that by now if you're still here with us at this point. Maybe this is your first time. If it is, welcome. We hope you'll come back. We post new episodes on Sunday, and then King Quest comes out on Wednesday. So far, we've done our little introductory episode. We've talked about... uh, the episode on Primal Prey dropped today. Uh, we have all sorts of wonderful goodies coming up. If there's a topic that you want us to talk about, let us know. Uh, we want to get kinky. We want to talk about it. We want to normalize 
and celebrate um, the differences between us. And I would absolutely love to join in on an episode or two of King Quest. So if you are a a single female in the area, I am available for any science that you would like to perform. Uh, Feel free to go ahead and send us a uh, DM over on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, thank you all once again for listening to us here at the Nerdgasm podcast, the podcast where we do indeed talk about things that are nerdy and things that are naughty. Uh, As I have been saying for just about over a year now, please be sure to be excellent to each other, but take no shit from anyone that tries to start an argument with you. Enjoy yourselves and love yourselves. Be good to yourselves and give yourselves grace. And I would like to continue to remind you to stop being shitty to customer service people. Thank you. Don't forget that uh, William Shatner went out in space in a, pe- uh, in a penis rocket today. Stay naughty. Also, Gothic Moon Money is running another promotion for the first 20 subscribers to Gothic Moon Money on OnlyFans. They get 20% off right now on her current amount. That's about that. $5.60 instead of 7 Chase, Chase your dreams because no one else will. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, until next time, dear listeners, we will go ahead and talk at you later. Bye for now. Bye, friends. Bye.